Hey everybody, my name is Dave Jackson and this is Tales from the Backlog, a video games podcast where I bring in guests to talk about the games that I've played recently. My guests today are Aaron Angle. What's happening? And Ryan Arrington. Niggas. <laughs> Uh, Since this is the first episode of the show, let me kind of briefly explain the concept. Uh, This is a video games podcast, um, especially for people either with a big library of games to choose from um, or people who are maybe patiently waiting to buy a game, uh, whether it's going on sale or whether you're just not sure if it's actually any good. Um, We are going to give you our experiences with the games so that it's, uh, it's really both for people who haven't played and people who have played. Uh, Normally, we will have a spoilers section at the end of the podcast. However, today's game is Rocket League, which is a game that has no story, so no worries about that. So, Rocket League is a game that can most simply be described as soccer with cars. And Rocket League was developed and published by Psyonix for all major platforms in 2015 as a sequel to the amazingly named Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket-Powered Battle Cars from 2008. Again, just an incredible title. No idea how that didn't catch on. <laughs> it's it's So I watched a documentary on that uh, about Rocket League on that uh, from that YouTube guy you sent me, and they spend like 15 minutes talking about how they were trying to come up with the name and then came up with that one, and they spent another 20 minutes talking about how they had to go from that name to something simpler so people would buy their game. But so people top, would remember top it. All time, top all-time car game name. Yeah. For sure. And by the way, that documentary uh, YouTube channel is called Noclip um, for anyone. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people know about Noclip, but for anyone who doesn't, check them out on YouTube. They are a fantastic, like, making of games documentary channel. Uh, th- again, Noclip. I'll put a link to the Rocket League uh, documentary in this episode description. So, again, yeah, that supersonic acrobatic rocket-powered battle cars doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but it is very funny that that's the name that they went with. Um, yeah, you're ripping that pretty pretty impressively there. Yeah. Well, I've been practicing. I spent the last two weeks just over and over again. My wife's been staying at her sister's <laughs> house for weeks. <laughs> supersonic acrobatic rocket Dave, go cars. outside. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, before we get into talking about Rocket League, let's have a little uh, just general um, like warm up talk here and uh, talk about the games that we've been playing recently. I mean, I assume that we've been playing some Rocket League, but uh, Aaron, what other games have you been playing recently? That's a weird way to phrase that question because I've only been playing one game recently, not games. I uh, very rarely ever just play one thing at a time, but when I really, really get into something, dude, it's the only thing I want. Whenever I get free time, I play it. So I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV like an absolute madman lately, and uh, I've actually been playing a lot with Ryan, man, and it is... It's a ton of fun. I've never been one of those people that got really big into like MMORPGs or anything like that. But like I'm a little cat person and I heal and I I just don't know. I can cook. It's really hard for me to make Final Fantasy 14 sound awesome because it's just like, (laughs) oh, hey, you're just playing through a life that's more interesting than yours, Aaron. 
Uh, but yeah, it's, 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 it's great. I really like being able to play it with like, like I said, a core group of people that I play video games with. It's uh it's, it's super like a, uh, like social, like you can do a lot of things with each other. You can have your own houses and guilds and alliances. Uh, and, and like I said, the, the gameplay and the battle system is pretty fun for like an MMO game like that. So that's what keeps you like going. The story so far is absolute dog shit, but the, the gameplay itself is an 11 out of 10. And I did not think I would like it as much as I did. And now it's like, okay, I just had two days off. I'm putting, you know, you know, 19 or 20 hours into it like this. But just to get to a point where I can play with people who have been playing the game a long time. Uh, but yeah, I'll stop. It's what I've been playing, dude. I, I, I absolutely love it, man. It's a very, very, very good video game. Yeah, I mean, like, as far as the story goes, everyone says that, like, once you get into the expansions, uh, that's when the story really picks up. So I'm sure you have that to look forward to. That's what I'm hoping for, for sure. Uh, Ryan, what you been playing lately? Uh, as far as some mainstream games, I've been playing a little bit of uh, a lot of Apex. I've been playing some Final Fantasy with my boy. And um, I've been playing some Hades uh, on the side quite a bit, but... I've been trying to limit myself to those three games, even though the games are absolutely everywhere right now in Game Pass. So I've got about 55 games downloaded, but I'm trying to keep it to those three currently. <laughs> Baby yeah. got backlogged. Yeah, exactly. Well, you're, you're the, your boys you're, here for a reason. The target demographic for this podcast, for sure. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, cool. Uh, what, what's, uh, how's Hades been treating you? We're going to record about that uh, coming up soon. So how's Hades going? I will, I'll keep it pretty short that Hades is fantastic. Uh, if you are into rogue lights whatsoever, uh, I would recommend giving it a shot, especially if you're on Xbox. Absolutely no reason not to with it being free. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. Uh, enjoy the uh, setting. The The story is very interesting, and the way their approach to delivering it is awesome. So definitely recommend. Yeah. And this will not be the first time, or this will not be the last time we talk about Supergiant. Like, they kill it when they make games, and Hades is probably their best one. Yeah, agreed. Good Hades point. is good. Um, and I, I want to ask you guys a question because Aaron, you you've had Game Pass before, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan, you're on Game Pass. I've I don't have Xbox, so I've never had Game Pass. Um, is it not just like paralysis of choice when you open up Game Pass and there's like 300 games that you want to play? Is it not like super difficult to just pick one and play it? I feel that way about every time somebody is giving me anything free, like when I have that choice. Uh, what I'll say is I haven't been on Xbox in a while, but that's like kind of one of the big, like I feel like selling points of the new Xbox is like how good their game pass is. I mean, yeah, on PlayStation, sure. you, you know, on PlayStation, it's fine. Like they have, you, you know, they, they have things every once in a while on the, on the PlayStation now that are really cool. But I feel like a lot of it is just like, trash that i don't want to like even take the time to like try out xbox i feel like they streamline a little bit more i feel like they have less games but the quality of theirs is better i mean I, there's not a single game on the playstation game game pass that i can think of right now that i want to play as much as i would have wanted to play hades if it came out free and i hadn't touched it before that's true yeah ryan how's game pass treating you yeah, I mean, I think it's probably the biggest gaming platform on the planet outside of Steam right now. It's really, I mean, it's not simple. I don't, it's hard to beat all the games. Every AAA title that's basically Xbox is releasing is coming out day one for free. I mean, you're paying like 12 bucks. Uh, I think it's incredible. As far as the games go, 
I mean, I've been lucky enough to where I work at GameStop, so I'm, I'm able to essentially rent games out as I choose. But even I, within this last, I'd say, two weeks, they've released a slew of indie games on that bad boy that, I, again, I just found myself just, I ended up downloading at least 15 games, I'd say, at, at one setting, which I never really do. Again, because I usually have a chance to touch just about everything that I would like to. But yeah, the, the Game Pass is starting to get to a point where it's just, it is overwhelming. There's not a game that I don't think somebody couldn't find on there to enjoy from slime ranchers which i have put a absurd amount of time just a, <laughs> an ethical amount of time into that and uh yeah i think the game pass is just only gonna get better yeah it's uh the cool thing about game pass is how the new games go on there uh like day one which is not the way the playstation thing works like you imagine playstation putting like the new god of war on playstation now day one like that's for sure never going to happen but that's just how game pass works so that's pretty cool i, I like the idea yeah, I agree. And um, I mean, it's right because it's Microsoft. They're able to put it on essentially just every platform that exists. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to start seeing them pop up on Fitbits. The fact you could play your your basically Xbox mobile is super sick, too. So, yeah, I'm excited for the future of gaming in general. But the Game Pass is definitely going to be a big part of it. I remember one time, Arrington, I'll make this quick. Like you, you were taking me somewhere and you were showing me how you could play Ark on like the Xbox app, like on your phone, and it loaded in clean and it looked really clean. And I was like, holy shit, is like this what video games is about? Like, is that what it's about to become, man? There's a reason there aren't any handheld systems anymore, man. And Nintendo's stopping them, dude. Like, you can literally do whatever you want in the palm of your hands. You said the Fitbit thing, great fucking joke, but not <laughs> a joke also. You know, I, I yeah. was not kind of, I kind of was. Not, I mean, I think, uh, uh, what it was it, Skyrim it was proven that you could put that thing on just about every anything that you can. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't found it a way to put that on a color by numbers because they have put it on everything. You can put that <laughs> thing on like an Alexa, it makes no sense, but they found a way. Uh, so, again, the future of gaming is, it's my god, it's everywhere. It's only a matter of time to we're sleeping and still being able to play it subconsciously. That's yeah. a scary slash awesome thought. <laughs> uh Aaron I I got to push back on saying there's no handhelds cuz like the Switch is handheld and Steam is releasing their handheld coming up. So there's I mean handheld is is thriving. It's just not like, you know, every company doesn't have a handheld anymore. Um but handheld's doing just fine. I guess I feel like the Switch is not really a handheld system, but I I just don't play it like that either. So Yeah. You don't play it like that. I play mine handheld 99% of the time. So, um, game poops a lot. Yeah, a lot. Like, I just put 60 hours into Darkest Dungeon. Guess where all that took place? <laughs> In that bathroom. I love, I love it for that reason. <laughs> Uh, what I've been playing recently is, um, I like I said, I just finished Darkest Dungeon, which is fantastic, and I'm looking forward to recording about that uh, on this podcast in the future. Um, and I'm playing Hitman 3 right now, and I'm almost like done with that, but you're not really done because they're really built to play each level more than one time. So I'm just going through the first time uh, learning the levels, um, and... I'm going to go back and play actually all three of the Hitman games because you can like import the levels from Hitman 1 and 2 into the Hitman 3 engine. And I'm going to go back and play all those levels again after I'm done with the story of 3. And yeah, uh, just Hitman 3 continues the quality 
of the new Hitman games. So probably record about that on this podcast too, um, because I like it so much. I want to talk about it. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been on. Most mostly Hitman. All right, let's uh, let's get into Rocket League. Um, so you guys don't sound like you've played Hitman. Um, I have never played a single second of Hitman, but every time people talk about it, I'm like, uh, I don't know that game, but everybody makes it sound awesome. The exploding golf ball thing, that's crazy yeah. to me. I want to play <laughs> yeah. that game. That's a cool story. I just, any game where you have a gun, I'm automatically like, oh, I'm only going to be bad at this. So I usually try and stay away from it. Yeah, my experience, unfortunately, with Hitman was watching Stiltner. Uh, a friend of ours play it. it he's a, he'd be a great one to ask because he's a freak about it. He, he adores the series. He's played every single one. Uh, I, I think I excited this one most recently, but I'm sure once he sees it, I brought it up to him. He was like, he didn't realize it was going to be releasing. But Hitman's always just, like I said, just watching him, it was kind of like watching a, you know, a story unfold. Their approach to being able to take on any challenge pretty much your way. I think yeah. they've done a great job at it. And, uh, and um, yeah, I, again, I, I think Stilder would be a perfect person to ask about that because he absolutely adores the series. Right on. Yeah, it's a just a, an incredible series if you are into the way that the game wants you to play. So, um, all right, let's uh, let's get into Rocket League, and we're gonna start with our kind of histories uh, playing uh, Rocket League, like where we first picked it up, how we got interested in it. Uh, so I'll get us started. Um, I first heard about Rocket League because uh, Aaron just kept talking about it, like incessantly, all the time. Um, this was like during a period where I like didn't play any video games at all. Um, from like 2015 to like 2017-ish, I didn't play any video games. Um, and Aaron just kept talking about Rocket League. Just like, dude, this is the best sports game ever made. This is the best. You have to play Rocket League. And I was like, I approached it the way I normally approach things that Aaron recommends to me. And I was like, all right, yeah, sure. Shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> Shut your brain off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ. Like, ah, oh, man. Um, but um, when I got a Switch, I picked up Rocket League on it because it was only like 20 bucks. Uh, this was before it became free. Um, it was still only like $20. So I played it a ton on Switch. Um, and it became like a great, uh, I have 10 minutes to play games. Um, I'm going to play a game of Rocket League. Or like, I want to listen to a podcast and I need something else to do because I can't just listen to a podcast because my brain is broken. I'm going to play Rocket League while I listen to this podcast. Um, and then when it went free to play, I downloaded on uh, PS4 and PS5. And uh, it's one of those games I just pick up and play every now and then. Um, I get in the mood to play Rocket League or like when Aaron or Ryan, you guys or, or Cody want to get on and play uh, play something Rocket League's a great game for that. Um, and uh, also, I've played about, I think, 80 hours of Rocket League between Switch and PlayStation. So I've put in quite a bit of time, and I'm probably not as good as I should be with that amount of time put into it. But yeah, played a lot of uh, a lot of Rocket League. So um, Aaron, how about you? What's your How did you get into Rocket League? Yeah, so, and it's pretty much the same way I get into any video game, is either you or Ryan tells me that it's good. Ryan 
knows if I'm going to like or if I'm going to absolutely fucking hate something. Like, I'll be like, hey, Stry, that game looks pretty cool. He'll be like, Bean, don't. Just don't. You don't want any part of it. And then I'll spend $60. And I'll be like, God, I cannot tell him he was right. I'm going to tell him that I loved it. But uh, it was at a... So I, you, you talked... You make the joke about... Uh, and Hua's relationship being tested by Stardew Valley. The relationship that I was in at the time was tested by Rocket League. I was absolutely obsessed. Arrington was like, yo, bro, me and all these guys, we've been playing it. You gotta, you gotta get in on this game. You'd absolutely love it. Popped it in, played it, and I, very first game, I was like, <clears throat> you know, it had that sort of thing like Super Smash Brothers had, where I was like, I have to get good at this. Like, I, I cannot just be a casual at this game. Like, I have to get good. Um, and I, I've been playing it forever. I, I know at some point they erased everybody's, like, time play log. And mine now says I've spent, like, 25 or 26 days on it, like, in total of, like, time play. <laughs> but I, I've 100% or I've 100% spent, like, 50 or 60 days worth of my life playing that game. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. But yeah, it was Arrington. He was like, yo, dude, you'd love this game. Jump on it. All right. Well, we just keep going back in time then. Ryan, how did you get into Rocket League? And how much would you say you've played? I made Rocket League, actually. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got it on Rocket League when it first uh, released on Xbox. But oddly enough, I got uh, introduced to it from Stiltner. He was playing it. Uh, I just went over to his house one day, and uh, him and Kelly, which his little brother, which is just kind of a natural, just freak at games, uh, they were playing it. I jumped on a little bit. It was embarrassing myself, and kind of the same reaction I had that that Diddy had, which was like, "Man, I really want to uh, to not suck at this because it's a very simple premise, but for some reason, just making making contact with the ball at first is a difficult challenge, one that you're just like, this shouldn't be this hard. So it's almost like you take it personally at first. But regardless, uh, the game is also incredibly fun. So it's hard not to just be drawn into the game immediately, especially if you're into sports by any means. Uh, it's just, or just competitive games at all. Just it's, it, The skill set alone is, seems limitless. And uh, I think that's also one of the things about the game that's so fun. As you get better, the things you're able to do are just... I don't know to go from not being able to make contact with the ball to just doing like a tornadoes of the air and then making contact and scoring. It's just, <laughs> it's hard to, it's, it's just cool to see that progression uh, in the game as well. So rocket league is one of the greatest games I've ever played. Simple, simple as that. Yeah. We're going to get into that stuff. Um, so now we're going to get into kind of the basics of how the game works and like the key mechanics that make this stand out. Um, so as we said earlier, Rocket League is basically soccer, but you're a car uh, driving around. Um, and basically all you have is like basic, you know, driving controls, except you can jump and you have a turbo boost. And that's, those are basically your, um, that's your, your tool set. Basically you can jump in the air. And if you're in the air and you press the jump button again, you can like dodge in a direction which kind of adds force for when you hit the ball. It's kind of how you put some power into a shot. Um, and with that tool set, though, like, like you mentioned, Ryan, there is an insane skill ceiling that people have. Like, just in, if you watch me play Rocket League, or if you play with me, and then you go on YouTube and just watch, like, you fucking, like, MLG Rocket League <laughs> highlights or something, it is absolutely insane. Game. It's a different game, yeah. Yeah, almost hard to believe at times. Yeah. 
for sure. So what makes it a different game is if you jump and you hit boost when you're in midair, your car will accelerate in the direction you're pointing, which means you can fly, basically, uh, until your turbo runs out. And so at high levels of play, Rocket League is not soccer with cars on the ground like, you know, soccer that we know. It's a game that's played in the air and, like, on the walls and, like, on the ceiling and shit. And so uh, you there's, like, a hard skill jump from, like, people who can play on the ground, like me, to people who can play in the air. And if you are playing against people who are at that, like, higher skill level, you're going to get absolutely dominated because of how, just how in control some people are. Um, that being said, I think that Rocket League is good for all skill levels uh, if you're matched up with people who have a, same, a similar um, skill level as you. Uh, really, all you need, I, in my opinion, is to know how to drive a car in a video game, and you'll be able to... Um, get the hang of it um for me i got the hang of rocket league by playing season mode uh, versus the cpu so i didn't play online at the beginning at all i just played season mode um and then gradually bumping up the difficulty uh i think the computer cars are good teachers and eventually you'll get to a point where you never lose on the highest difficulty against the computers and then it's time to to take it online so um yeah, what do you guys think about the uh, like the skill ceiling we kind of brought up, and just how you get better at Rocket League? So, like, I'll, I'll I'll jump in real quick, and I'll say like, ever since they made Rocket League free, it seems like every person who is good at video games is playing it. When I first started, I didn't do the season mode. I didn't do any training. I was like, throw me to the wolves, right? So uh, I, I would just go into like just the regular casual and play against people. And that's kind of how I learned to play the game. Like a casual, at least, you know, like five years ago when I started playing the game, uh, was the teacher, like you said, um, the season mode was. I was like, everybody was on the same skill level as I was. Um, and it, it was good to, you know, at least get like that human like reaction to, you know, what would actually happen in the game. But now if you go on casual, dude, like, holy shit, man, I, I'll play some casual games sometime where there are people just flying around, too. And it used to be you were like, oh, this person's really, really good. They're just playing casual. But now it's like, oh, no, people are picking up the game very quickly as the meta has gotten bigger, as more and more people are playing with it being a free game, you're bringing in a lot of different kinds of gamers who are already, like, Arrington, I, he's a savant at video games. I, I don't understand how Arrington can just pick up a video game and be awesome at it. And he's the best uh, person I play Rocket League with, like, by far. Uh, but now it seems like you have, like, a whole slew of Arrington's that are like I'll pick up this game oh this is really really cool I'm gonna get good at it and then it makes it hard for me you talked about the air thing Dave it took me two years to learn how to fly in the air Arrington a test of this probably longer man like I'm just now at a point where I feel comfortable flying around and like I said I've put 40 years of my life into this game <laughs> you know so you know, like, so uh, Dave will see me and he'll be like, that's really cool. When I'm playing with Arrington and his friends, dude, I am the odd man out. Like, I'm not good compared to them. So I, I, I feel like it, it's exactly what you said. The, 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 but any more, the skill set is, okay, hey guys, just be forewarned. It's free now. So everybody's fucking playing it. 
And there are a lot of really good video gamers like Arrington who can pick it up and be better than me in 15 minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, geez. It's, uh, to be honest, though, the, the way, to, be, to, be, uh, to be fair, the, one of the reasons I got good is kind of similar to, to Beans. He didn't necessarily see it as much. Uh, when the game first released, I got really popular for realistically absolutely no reason on Twitch. Uh, just out of nowhere. Um, so I was introduced to, I mean, I had pros coming into the stream. Uh, and one of the things I was doing was just essentially putting on viewer tournaments. So a lot of people would come in, pros alike, people that were absolutely atrocious, just brand new to the game. Uh, <laughs> but the one thing that remained constant was me being in there getting absolutely stroked um, for eight straight hours as I streamed. <laughs> Uh, with people that, again, that were just far, far better than me. So uh, that's kind of what that came down to. I had really no choice. It, it was tough streaming for that long. And just be, to be getting beaten just honestly so badly because there was so much better than me. Uh, so I, I did get better quickly than I probably would have if I had just been playing normally. Um, but that said, when I did play by myself, uh, that's one of the things I love about the game. Uh, it's so approachable. Uh, because if you are absolutely terrible at the game, you're most likely going to play with usually play with people that are also horrific at the game. So as far as you're concerned, you, you might as well play. You know, it's Michael Jordan, Kobe. You, you just feel like a savage playing against these people that are at your skill level. So I think that's one of the reasons that makes the game uh, so approachable and so fun. Uh, but, but but yeah, the game is um, it's anything you that you want it to be. Stroked. Yes, you will be getting. There's it's one of those games that uh, when you find someone that is better than you, it is undoubtable there's no question that that person yeah. is better than you uh, which i actually appreciate about the game you know what I'm saying it's just like yeah that guy is i cannot do that there are some things that i admit that i'm able to do now that i quite literally physically didn't think i would ever be capable of like i i was one point i was like there's no way i'm ever is it even physically possible to do what those people are doing and again i'm not nearly as good but i'm doing some of the things i never thought i would so it's really gratifying uh putting the time in it'll reward you eventually that drive to not lose, man. Seriously, that that's how you can tell that a game's so good is because you're taking L's pretty much the entire time that you're learning how to play the game. And the game is so good that it, like like we've all said, it, it makes you want to push forward and be able to do those things. When somebody comes in that's like better than me and is like crushing it, like I want to play with them. And not only that, I want to play against them. I want to know how to defend against that because I feel like if I can defend against that, then I can learn to actually do that shit. The, the, it's, it's just such a good game, man. No, that's a great point, actually. Just to, to touch on that real quick is when I was streaming at a time, I mean, I was bringing the best. There was a guy, his name was, um, I can't remember the first part of his name, but it was like Silly Panda or something along those lines. <laughs> and uh, at the time, I didn't know anything really about him. But uh, everyone in my chat was freaking the hell out. And simply to come to find out, this guy was the number one player, essentially, um, in the game. He ended up going on to win some tournaments that the, was, was held. So this guy was absolutely ridiculous. And when I say ridiculous, he was playing against people in the game that... I mean, talking about was some of the top 100, like like top 1,000 of the game, and he was taking them on by himself, 1v3, and just toying <laughs> with them. And uh, I had never seen anything like it. And regardless of that, after that, I, my, my, I had such a huge spike in uh, viewership, not just because it was obviously him being there was just cool, but everyone wanted to be back to try to play him again. They, even though they were getting stroked 1v3, they didn't care. They were just like, let me get back in there again, which I always found, again, just to attest to what Bean was saying, the game makes you want to get better. 
Yeah, it's the same thing if like if fucking like LeBron James rolled up to your like your local park and was like, "Hey, you you and four of your friends, I'll play you five v one." Like, you're not gonna win, but that'd be fun as hell. Like, why not? Please let me get a shot up. Let me get my chance, baby. Shot up. Yeah, yeah. For the gram. I'm glad you brought up like people watching uh, Rocket League because in my I am not an esports person at all. I could give a shit less about watching most. games being played competitively but rocket league is so close to it gives me the closest feeling to watching live sports which i'm like i'm a big sports fan uh it gives me the same feeling uh more than watching people play 2k or madden uh those don't feel like watching sports but rocket league feels like watching you know feels like watching the nfl or something like that it it's just so uh the action is so good um, it perfectly mirrors that. So yeah, good point about people watching it. I agree. I think one of the reasons for that is because even though there's a lot going on that you know you may not feel like you could ever accomplish, it's all fairly simplistic and pretty easy to understand what you're seeing. Like these guys are trying to, this color team is trying to score that ball into that goal, which so you know it's pretty approachable when it comes to to watching. But clearly, you could see what people are doing, what they're doing that. That it's the it's not something you could just pick up. Uh, so yeah. I think for that reason, same thing for sports. You're seeing the best of the best playing at the highest level. So you can see that these guys are incredible when you're watching it, even if you've really never played the game. But at the same time, it doesn't mean it's still really entertaining to watch, and it makes you want to give it a shot too, even though you at the time you know you have absolutely no business attempting some of the things they're doing. For sure, some of the one of the things that you uh, you also brought up is like the like the matchmaking system and how like you'll you usually get matched up with people at the same skill level as you um but in my experience um so my experience is i usually play with aaron and aaron's on a higher like matchmaking difficulty than i am and so like he's the one who initiates the party i play with people at his skill level which are like you know i'm a a d2 college player and he's d1 college player like that kind of like skill level so like i can hang and like embarrass myself just a couple of times per game but then like when we go back and like he leaves and i start playing with people on my skill level all of a sudden i'm fucking lebron james like and it feels so fucking good in this game to pull off something cool because it's so it's the best feeling (laughs) it really really is is, man honestly is it's such a well-tuned game like everything in there to, to like the way the car flies, the way the ball bounces, like the way that if you hit the ball with different parts of your car, it gets different forces applied to it. There's such an insane level of detail, especially when you get up and you're like flying up in the air trying to hit the ball at the perfect angle. It's incredibly difficult for me. So when I do pull something like that off and like I'm playing against people that are matched up with me and I'm the best player in the game, it's incredible. It's I there's no no video game, no no competitive game has ever given me the amount of like satisfaction as Rocket League. While also at the same time, like when I lose, because I'm actually not that good, um, when I lose against people at like Aaron's skill level, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck! Like I know what I can try to do to humbled. get better. Yeah, <laughs> you straight get, up, you, straight you up. You do get humbled, but you're also it's it's never like. You never come out of a Rocket League game going like, I have no idea how, what to do. 
you you know how to you know how to get better. You just learn need to, to fly. If yeah, I don't just, learn how to fly, I'm fucked. Yeah, yes. well, that's yes. the, that's the thing. Like, I got to play for 300 more hours and master all that shit, and that's probably not something I'm gonna now, do. I'm, but... I'm gonna tell you this, and I've told you this before, and it's the same advice Arrington gave me because I used to get so frustrated at the game because I just couldn't do any of the things that I wanted to. And Arrington one day was just like, "Bro, just go for everything." Just literally do not care how much your teammates hate you. Do not care about fucking up. Literally go for everything. And over the court, like I've been playing it for three years. And then like from like I played it for three years and the skill jump I made from Arrington telling me, yo, bro, just go do everything. I made a skill jump in one month that I had not made in that entire three years. Like sometimes you just got to be like, man, fuck my teammates, dude. And just like go out and chase <laughs> everything like uh, like straight yeah. up. And like it has changed my entire perception of the game. It's changed my entire strategy. And, you know, the defensive strategy I had before, you know, being careful helps out in some situations, but I'm telling you, it doesn't help as much as you being able to go and get that ball before somebody else can get that ball. Yeah. Good point. Yep. And there's one thing I would like to test just to speak on, on, on why Rocket League, again, is, is so good, um, is once you go into this, the, those these games, you see people do things that you're not capable of, the, they've set something up. Their training system is so incredible for you to be able to set the balls up essentially exactly where you want them to be and get the ball to fire off up the walls exactly how you want to to practice a single shot. I'm talking a, a million times as you want to by simply resetting the button. It'll put the ball as well as your car, reset them in their proper positions, and then you can repeat that shot to your heart's content until you feel like, okay, I can hit it consistently in training. Now let me start to try to implement it into the game. And yeah. It helps you get better so much faster and allows you to get those plays where you just ne literally never thought you'd be able to pull them off. I mean, I've woken my entire household up, and I have a six-year-old daughter who goes to school with <laughs> my, 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 my wife who does things that involve space. And I've, I've woken the household up on multiple occasions just simply off a play I have made that took me a lasted 0.2 seconds on Rocket League, and, and I don't yeah. regret a second of it. Bro, I get more hyped when I make a play on Rocket League than I ever did making any play in any sport we ever played. Like, you know, <laughs> I could score a touchdown while we were playing football and just be stoic, walk up. But I'm telling you this right now, if I make a good pass in Rocket League, I'm standing up so fast, I'm unplugging my headphones on accident. <laughs> yes, yeah, uh, that is truth. And, sure. and, bo and both of you can attest to that. I scream, you know. Hundred percent, and, and the camaraderie that you could have too to to set that up even further. The game is based on you can play ones, twos, and threes, and there's even a chaos mode that people tend to shy away from. Uh, but and there's one mode I won't even bother mentioning. But regardless of that, uh, there, the, the, the the other two modes are simply allow you to. The game is based around camaraderie, and uh, you, just imagining you've seen again in sports where LeBron gets alley ooped, the feeling that. Let's just say, for instance, a person throwing up that alley -oop is is almost as good as just seeing the dude that throw it, slamming it down, and that you get that from Rocket League. So you don't have to always be the person who has to be the superstar scoring. You could be the person that's just simply good at setting people up to to facilitate, and you still get that that sensation of just feeling absolutely incredible. Let's um, fucking go! 100%. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um. On the topic of camaraderie, um, when you're playing Rocket League online, if you, I mean, you can play with voice chat if you're with people you know, but if you're not, the only way you can uh, talk to your teammates is with the, uh, the chat. Um, and I love Rocket League's chat system because like- What a save, what a save, what a save, what a save. Yeah. <laughs> Timed out for six seconds. Wait, six seconds. What a save. It's designed in a way to like, 
obviously cut down on like hate speech and stuff like that. And it's, I mean, it's really, really good at that. Um, but so it, what it, what it does for people who haven't played rocket league is you can set like 16, uh, preset little things to say, like what a save or a nice shot or nice pass or something like that. But within that system, there's so much room for like creative trolling and like being a dick, oh but like <laughs> in a fun way by just saying like, you know, like what a save, uh, if you fuck up in goal <laughs> or like, uh, Woo. something happens Woo. and the other, the whole other team just goes, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Dude. My favorite is the woo. That was Aaron's yeah. girl yeah, right there. She starts saying woo That's my bread and butter, bro. Or, you know, okay, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like that. Yeah, okay. And Great clear. <laughs> I just, I just love in, I just love in Rocket League how like you're using, you're, you can use these things to be a dick, but at the end of the day, all you're saying is, okay, 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 bro, like that. And it's, <laughs> it's just so, put that in. Go ahead, go it's ahead. so funny to me it, and it's so entertaining. Um, and I'm not someone who talks shit when I play online because I'm not very good. But in Rocket League, you're not, you know, you're not actually like typing hateful things. You're just saying, oh, what a save. Nice one, dude. What a save. I, I would rather be called a fat piece of shit than have somebody <laughs> want to save me. I, I, I also think yeah, I'd rather somebody be like, you fucking piece of slime than be like, great pass. Because that's the funny thing is they put these little chat things in the game to be positive. Like, oh, my yeah. teammate made a nice shot. Hey, nice shot. But it's also like, hey, that guy really fucked up. Nice shot. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It, it, like, and Arrington knows. Arrington knows what that does to me. And I'm just like, Ugh. Uh, yeah, you try and use it as a motivating force. Tilted off of the planet. I, yeah, I have been tilted so hard off of that game, dude. And it's just by people being like, "Woo, what a pass! Wow, wow, wow!" And I'm just like, oh, "Yeah, fucker." I'm it's a strategy though. I like, really, they could get into your head, honestly. Yes. And that game yes. really, like, so none other really could affect you if your if your head's not in the game. Uh, it could be again, you could be taken advantage of. You're so busy trying to troll and say stuff back in the chat. Next thing you know, these motherfuckers have scored on you twice in a row just off the kickoff. It's just like, well, suddenly the whole dynamic of this game has changed. <laughs> now, now I'm going to start shit talking. And now the shit talk hurts even more. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like even within that system where someone's like, uh, someone says, what a save. And you're like, ooh, he what a save me. That motherfucker. I'm going to take this guy out next time. And then you're, you're, you're not focusing on like where the ball is and stuff you're just focusing on trying to like just like real sports dude yeah yes. dude it's 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 perfect yeah. like it's so perfect it's all within this like extremely limited system it's really good like you can type custom responses into it but the game moves so fast and the breaks are so short you don't really have time um to like type something custom in there i mean if you do you're gonna miss game time uh, by doing that so exactly and that's where the trolls come into play where you're just you're so worried about making sure you respond that next you know again these these guys are scoring down your throat because again they're, they're they they were going to lose but there's a desperate chance that hey maybe this shit talk could get in your head oh, in a rocket league it's nothing. so personal that it works all more often <laughs> than it doesn't and i have never like i have gotten broken by people <laughs> like i'm like i have become like my brain has shattered into a million pieces just yeah. focused on that dude like but yeah like i said it's a strategy so now my now my kind of now that now that i become zen right i've been watching a lot of phil jackson speeches 
right? You know, right. now it's only now it's only like, okay, I'm only gonna talk shit when they talk shit first and I come back and win. My favorite thing instead of like saying one of the uh, quick save options is to just type in LOL 14 times in a row because I could do it in the midst of a uh, of a shot score break. Yeah, but yeah, like that. Arrington's right. It gets personal, man. That, that's like questioning your manhood. That's what the kind of game this fucking is. But again, is. again, like I'm, I'm someone who's like extremely put off by shit talking in most situations. But in Rocket League, it's so limited to those like you know very positive things. It's it it totally works for me. I love it. And and another thing to touch on is that you made a good point earlier about the fact that the games are so short that. Even if you are getting shit talked or you're having the worst game of your goddamn life, you're in the game mode for five minutes. You know, the worst you'll ever be in that game mode, maybe, if, as, if I've seen maybe 10 minutes on some of the most absurd games you've ever played. But you're usually in and out of the game even less than five minutes or probably average less than five minutes, I'd say. So, like, okay, whatever. You got your ass beat, move on to the next one. Uh, and then you get to on to the next shit talker, which hopefully you are dominating this time. Or, and you could, I guess they change it to where you actually get, you get penalized now if you actually try to leave early. But before, you could just basically leave any game you wanted to and just kind of get over it if you're just getting absolutely dominated. But now you kind of have to stew in it at least a little bit. But yeah, you take your L and you move on in five minutes. My favorite is how like some people will like my name is very easy to remember. So some people will like will be shit talking and then they'll be like, oh, right. Bean three one five. And then they'll look me up on PlayStation and then they'll just message me on PlayStation. Like, what up, you broke bitch? Hide the money, y'all. And I'm just like, damn it. Yeah. See, that's the trick. You got to have something weird so people can't remember. Actually, PlayStation <laughs> remembers. If you go search, you can look up people you've played online with recently, which is just a... I'm uh, so fucked. Irris- yeah, they found a way to, for you to hold a grudge. Yeah. One of my buddies, Trivia, he plays a game called Smite, just a little slightly related, but he's had a conversation going with one of the guys on there for almost two, three years now where they started talking shit to each other, and every once in a while, they'll just hit each other up, just like, hey, you still suck, nigga. And just like, just like, <laughs> like, that shit has been going on for, like, three years. You bitch, I assume they'll be best friends, they'll meet up, and then, like, actually end up becoming, like, get long-life friends, but still, just stuff like that. Rocket League could definitely draw that out of you. They find out they're, like, long-lost brothers. That's so funny. <laughs> So the the main game mode in Rocket League uh, is called Soccar, the portmanteau of soccer and car. Uh, as we we noted, this company is really creative with naming stuff. Um, and like we said before, most the most common mode is three v three soccer. Uh, there's one v one, two v two, and four v four modes. Um, doesn't sound like any of us have much experience with those other ones. I think three v three is perfect. That's the reason it's the default um, setting. And other than the soccer mode, there are alternate game modes. Uh, So there are, um, at the time of recording, there are four other game modes. Uh, The first one is called Snow Day, which is hockey uh, with cars. And so the the hockey puck replaces the soccer ball, and the game strategy changes because hockey pucks don't fly in the air as easily as the, uh, the sphere does. Um, but like in real hockey, playing stuff off the walls is much more important. Uh, you can send the puck around the walls really, really quickly, uh, just like in real hockey. Um, I personally think that Snow Day is pretty fun sometimes just to mix it up. Like I enjoy Snow Day, but I really, really prefer the soccer one. Uh, I know, Aaron, you're real big on Snow Day. So what do you like about it? 
Uh, I like that I'm trash and I'm not good at playing in the air and Snow Day kind of like streamlines the, oh, hey, you don't really have to be in the air all that much. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I also, I just, I, I, I like the puck way more. I, 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 I'm, I'm pretty good on the walls and stuff. Uh, so I, I really like being able to control the game from like the middle position. Like I like being able to like chase the puck and knowing that like, Hey, if somebody gets a, you know, puts the puck in front of the goal, that doesn't necessarily mean somebody's going to have an easy shot at it. You know? Um, I, I love snow day. I, I think it's the best mode in the game. And I know that it used to be like just something they would bring around like during the winter time. And, uh, there was such a huge demand for, making it a regular game mode that they did. Uh, Arrington, why don't you talk about how much you like Snow Day? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's absolutely horrific. Um, again, just the, <laughs> the fact that <laughs> the, the whole dynamic of how the puck performs, it's so dense. It, it, it really takes away a lot of the creativity of what you can do with in Rocket League, which is one of the reasons I love it so much. Totally but, I true. Mean, to, be, to, to be fair, again, it, it is fun sometimes to get in there and just sling a couple, but it just feels like the game is just it is so much different than the way it is normally designed. It can be tough to get into, but I think that uh, one of the things I love about Rocket League is the fact they do. They have different modes trying to break things up because who cares what I like? It doesn't mean that someone like Bean doesn't enjoy it. So I love the fact they do the best they can to make sure that uh, they listen to the community. Um, and try to you know give everybody what they want um, because it definitely doesn't hurt to have an extra game mode. Uh, just like they have the, they have a basketball game mode in there, which I'm sure you're going to touch on that I yeah. and Bean have also played quite a bit of um, that I could quickly get behind. Uh, so yeah, as far as the snow day, it's it's cool, I guess. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I feel about <laughs> it the, overall. I did. Arrington's so full of fucking shit, dude. Every time I'm like, hey, you want to play Rocket League? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, hey, you want to do a game of Snow Day? And then he just logs out of the PlayStation. <laughs> or I'm like, dude, it's not that bad, bro. And I'm way more like useful in Snow Day, dog. I can see the, I can see the, like, the difference in thought process here. Arrington's actually good at Rocket League. So he right. doesn't want to play easy mode, which is Snow Day is basically <laughs> Rocket League easy mode. Yes. Me and yes. Aaron. I, yes, but no, but yes. Aaron is pretty good at Rocket League, and so playing Snow Day, he's a fucking god. He is very good at it. That is fair. I am trash at Rocket League, so I used to really like Snow Day, but as I got a little bit better at the soccer mode, I'm like, I, I just, it just feels perfect. The soccer, like, like you said, the hockey puck is like super dense. I can never quite get used to how it feels to like control it. Yes. Not that I'm 100% used to the soccer ball either, but anyway. Sure. But out of the two, it still just feels better usually. The so- you know, it just feels like the game was, de- well, I mean, outside the of just the name. It just, it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, that's the, clearly, and it just feels that way at its core, which I think is great. You, you know, it just feels, the, the fact the game feels good and that you could feel those differences simply by changing the game, but I think it's important. But again, I guess, like you were saying, like being able to switch is still tight. Right. So Ryan uh, touched on the basketball mode, which is called Hoops. Uh, this is the second permanent game mode. Um, so this is a, a basketball game where there are two enormous baskets instead of goals on either end. And you, what you have to do is you have to pop the ball in the air to go down inside of these baskets. I find basketball insanely, just impossibly difficult, and I hate it. Uh, because I'm not very good at playing in the air. Uh, this is, I think this is like Rocket League hard mode, basically. Uh, so 
As much as I love basketball, the real sport, I cannot stand the basketball mode in Rocket League. What about you guys? Well, this goes back to what I said at the beginning, man. Like, it's the same for me now. I can't jump on hoops anymore because everybody's so much better in the air than I am. It goes back to making the game free for everybody to play. Like, now you have, like, a slew of really, really good people or who can pick up the game that quickly uh, playing hoops. And now it's even, like, even when I'm unranked or I'm ranked in, like, silver or some dumb shit like that, like, I'm still getting, like, blasted because these people these people can do it and the the I, I used to love hoops i used to absolutely love it uh but now anymore every time i play it i'm, I'm just fucking frustrated and i never want to touch it like I, I the the field's smaller popping it up is cool slam dunking it is cool uh, the face off i i hate like I, I i hate doing it like i can't do it so i just like tried to learn how to get in the other guy's way so they don't score immediately. But now anymore, it's like half the goals in a hoops game are off of face-offs, and I, I just kind of think it lost a little bit of like what made it awesome, which is the dribbling it around, passing it, and all that. I also have a huge hate boner for any game mode that's 2v2 on Rocket League 2. It just, it just doesn't feel as much like a sport. It's like if you're going outside and you're playing like two-on-two football. Like, you know the deal. You, you know what I mean? One yes, guy's counting Mississippi's, the other guy's doing a flank route, and that's how you're going to play the whole game. Hoops is the same way. There's not a lot of creativity because everybody's doing the same thing. And if you don't do that one thing, then it's not going to work out for you. So I, I, I like hoops, but I am not good enough to just like enjoy hoops. Yeah, I agree with Diddy. I feel like hoops kind of was like going out and playing a game of pig. I mean, it's like, it's cool to run a, you know, a game or so of it, but eventually you just, it, it, I think my, the biggest issue with hoops is the, the map simply isn't big enough. So because of how compact it is, you know, you can make a couple of touches. It, 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 it is limited creativity. There's some cool things you can do, but because of how close everything is, you, you get a decent touch on the ball. That thing is just bouncing all over that bitch. So again, it kind of, it does limit the creativity a bit, unfortunately, but again, it does feel great playing the game. I think if they expanded the map some and maybe allowed for threes, uh, I think that game mode could be badass threes as would hell. Be the, so that threes would be the best thing they could do for that game mode, honestly. It would be they get so the same awesome. size as a soccer arena, make yes. it threes, and you've got a completely different and probably better game mode. Yeah, I can, I can get down with that. Yeah, I think it would have, the cool things you could fucking do, the the teamwork you could do of bouncing it off each other for hoops and shots is could be amazing. And, and you know, maybe they will later. And that, again, that gives potential to Rocket League. And now I'll touch just real quick again. The one thing, first of all, the fact that Rocket Game Pass just again just is awesome. It allows you to play games that you just never would have given a shot. Something like Rocket League at first look, you're just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then you <laughs> give it a shot. You know, you give that a shot for free. Sure, I'll give it a fucking shot. You know what I mean? And then the next thing you know, it's like, what the hell? You just never would expect what the game really has to offer just from the looking at the outside i guess realistically the the quite frankly it is pretty spot on for the what they show you on the screen but still it's just you just don't expect it till you get in there <laughs> but even so like playing game modes like the uh the, the basketball even if you suck at it it's still i feel like every game mode has its way of trying to make one of your skill sets better in the game because uh, one of the like, for basketball you you essentially do have to get good at the air you have really no choice you have to 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas, you know, playing soccer, you can work on your defense, maybe play a little more back reserves. You can just kind of, you know, go for ground shots. Whatever the case, you can ha- you have a little more freedom to play differently or maybe even I guess you could play a little more limited, right, I guess, in a sense. But in, in basketball, you really have to have a skill set that a lot of people don't have when you're first starting the game, for sure. Or even later on, some people struggle to even be able to master that skill set. So, yeah, for sure. Basketball is tough, but still a lot of fun. All right, and the next game mode, uh, which I'm not sure which skill set this is testing, but it's called Drop Shot. Uh, And this is where you hit the ball around, and every time the ball touches the floor, it will damage it. And if you, I think if you hit the floor in the same spot twice, it will break through the floor. Correct. And then you score points by putting the ball through that hole in the floor that you just made. Uh, So it turns into like this, it it gets pretty chaotic. in my opinion, I think this game is pretty fun to play a few times, but I legit, like when I was making this uh, this outline for this podcast, I forgot this mode exists because I never r- log into Rocket League trying to play this mode. It's the hardest fucking mode, dude. Like, Arrington touched on how you have to be perfect in the air to play fucking uh, hoops. I feel the same way when I when I am playing drop shot, dude, like it feels like I am in I am playing a completely different like skill set that is not my own. You have to be awesome in the air. It is very cool that they give you unlimited turbo or at least that it refills itself. So you can but they only do that because of how important it is to be in the air in mm-hmm. the 3v3 soccer or soccer you know what i mean you can stay on the ground you can still play defense you can still set up passes get good clears you can still be a useful part of your team if you're playing drop shot and you're not in the air 50 percent of the game you are not doing anything for your team but hurting them and so i i personally find it very frustrating but like i said you, you know uh errington's very good at it our friend uh, george Tri- uh, tribal train he he's very good at it so i can get in there and i can like you know drive around and fuck cars up and make it easier on them but i'm not doing shit in drop shot dude i'm <laughs> never scoring i've probably played 150,000 games of drop shot i scored twice dude i'm not doing shit <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll test what he said. Drop shot is hard. Uh, uh, drop shot is difficult for a couple of reasons. It's one thing is you have to get good at like predicting where the ball is going to be, and that's one thing I think that makes Rocket League so incredibly difficult. Uh, a lot of games you can maybe look up a, a tutorial, maybe get some tips for essentially something that you can may help you better. And Rocket League can do that to a to a point. But realistically, the thing about Rocket League is you can never really be able to explain to somebody, yeah, if the ball bounces off this point from this degree of this angle, it's going to hit here. It's something that can't really necessarily be taught. The only way, really way to figure it out is by doing it over and over and over again and just purely from experience. Correct. So Correct. There's no fast way to get good at the game other than putting the time in. Yeah, it's like like being an outfielder, like learning to catch fly balls. Like the only way to get better at judging how far a ball's going to go off a baseball bat is by just being out there and doing it a thousand times. And yes, Rocket, yes. it's the exact same in Rocket League. Uh, you you will constantly be surprised by like the angles the ball takes, um, or like how fast it goes when someone hits it, or something like that. Until you've played it a ton and you do get that experience to like calculate where the ball's going to go. It's true. It's kind of like nothing I've ever experienced within that. Yeah. And drop shot, I guess that's what drop shot is testing is like, it's kind of like your final exam. Like, are you, do you have full control over everything that's happening uh, around yes. you? Because like, I agree. That's a great analogy, man. Absolutely. Agreed. agreed. 
Completely the floor agree. is going to fall away. You can't drive where you want to. You got to fly in the air. Uh, you got to know exactly where the ball is going to go at all times. Yeah. Um, the last game mode uh, is called Rumble. And uh, Rumble is the soccer mode, but it has like Mario Kart items in it. Uh, so, for example, you, you get a new item. I think it's every 10 seconds. Uh, you don't have to go pick them up like in Mario Kart. They just appear. Uh, so, for example, you get stuff like spikes that make the ball stick to your car. Uh, so you can just like get the ball and just drive into the goal with it. Um, you can get a tractor beam that like brings the ball to you. You get a boxing glove to punch other people out of the way or punch the ball. Um, so this really is like Rocket like all the, all of Rocket League is fun in my opinion, but this is like the goofy fun mode of Rocket like the League. Party mode, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I like it because like it negates everybody else's skill sets uh, yeah, pretty 100%. well, so anybody can jump into it. Yeah. Um, I really like this mode. I don't play it a lot, but I do have fun every time. Like sometimes I'll just be like, "Ooh, I just played soccer for like an hour straight. I'm going to play a few games of Rumble and then turn it off, you know, like that. It's it's pretty fun. Um, and like you said, the items, the same way the items work in Mario Kart, um, if you are not as good as the other people, you can just fuck people up with items and have a good time. Or you, like you said, you get the spikes and the ball sticks to your car and you literally just drive into the goal. Uh, makes it a lot easier and yeah it's pretty fun so true yeah and i and i like uh like i like the boot because like you like uh, it's not just a thing like hey i can use my powers to like uh further influence what the ball is doing but you can use those power-ups to fuck people up like my favorite thing in the world is when you you got somebody like you got a whole team that's on the defensive side and and like you're pushing towards the goal you get that little tornado that catches people in a storm you just roll up right into their goal and like suck all of them up so they can't do shit about it while you guys are just regularly putting it in I will say the most defeating feeling in Rocket or in the whole of Rocket League is when you're playing Rumble and somebody scores before like the the power-ups come on you're just like oh this is going to be a long long fucking 5 <laughs> minutes. Yes. Someone who's actually good enough to like for the items to not affect them at all all yeah. over. Ryan, how do you feel about Rumble? Um Rumble was always uh, like I said it was it could be really fun or it could just be, I don't know, too much to where it's just not enjoyable at all. It's, it's really kind of a coin flip for me sometimes. It really comes down to it. So it's not something I'd ever really enjoy playing by myself. But the first time I got Diddy into it, he was, as usual, just talk shit about absolutely everything before when he first uh, experiences it. But as the game got on, he started to understand some of the abilities. We're having a blast. You know, we're just having fun just fucking around. Uh, it's one of those games, again, it's kind of just a fuck around game. Like, do you just feel like trolling some people, throwing some people around? You're going to say no 90% of the time, but every once in a while, you're going to be like, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. I would rather yeah. be on Mario Kart if I'm doing it, but it's still tight if you want that. And now I'll tell you, when I play Rumble is when I'm just getting my ass kicked in the regular game, and I'm like, ooh, Aaron, you really need to... Uh, you know, take off your headphones, you know, lean up in your chair and do something about it. You know what? I'm just going to go play Rumble instead because I might win that one. Yeah. And if, I, <laughs> and if I can't, maybe I'll do the tornado thing. Yeah. Make somebody very, else mad as you'll, me. You'll get a boxing glove and just like punch someone across the level. That feels good. That's true. That is pretty rewarding. That shit gets yeah. me hard. That's very funny. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would say the out of those five game modes like the four alternates we just talked about and the main soccer mode i would say 
you know, 99% of my playtime is in the soccer mode. It's the, it's like we said earlier, it's what the game was designed to do. So I think that that is the, the best tuned. Um, and I think it's the most fun, uh, but there are other modes to break it up and it's, um, they're surprisingly good with, you know, the main mechanic of the game just being like you control a car and you're trying to put a ball into a goal or something like that. Um, the the creativity they have to implement different sports into this uh, is pretty good. Uh, all things considered, these alternate modes could be a lot worse, uh, but they end up being pretty fun on average. Really quickly before we move on, now they have a game mode for football season where it's like you're a kick oh, right. returner. Yeah. Right. I had never played it until like a week ago, and it is so much fucking fun, dude. Like, like it's it just, it's basically like you're playing rugby. Like, it's yeah. really, really cool. And I, I completely missed it last year when they did it. Uh, but I jumped into it, like I said, a week or two ago, and I was like, holy shit, this is all about maneuverability. Like, this doesn't, like, they, that's all it is, is can you maneuver the ball around people? And it really brings like a, an onset, like, should I respect kick returners more? But I don't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that mode when I was um, putting this together. That it's pretty fun. You basically the ball sticks to your car, and you drive. And if someone hits your car, the ball you fumble it basically, and someone else can pick it up. Um, and I can't remember. Can you pass it? Like, can you lateral it in there? I don't know. I, I don't remember. I only played like uh, I only played a couple. Of, I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah, um, I guess there's that football mode too. Um, final thing to talk about before we get into our main thoughts here, is, or our final thoughts, is uh, the fact that the game went free to play um, maybe a year ago or two years ago, something like that. It hasn't been that long. Um, and free to play uh, makes me nervous when I see that a game is free to play because they want you to pay for something and you're just wondering what it is that you're going to pay for. And in Rocket League, it's cosmetics. And I think you could probably pay for like XP boosts or something like that, but I don't know why you would pay to increase your level above your current skill level. I'm not sure that's very counterproductive to me. So the pay aspect is cosmetics. And uh, unfortunately, when it went free to play, you had to migrate your old account into like the free to play atmosphere, and I wasn't able to do that, so I lost my cosmetics. Um, so I'm just rocking like very basic cosmetics. But I know that Aaron, you, and Ryan are rocking some cool cosmetics. So have you ever paid for cosmetics? And uh, if if so, or if not, um, what what's your favorite cosmetic items? You can buy cosmetics with points and shit that you earn in the game now. But back in the day, you couldn't just buy anything like straight up. You had to buy a key, which costs a, which costed a dollar a piece, or you could be like you could buy like twenty for nineteen dollars. It was a terrible fucking deal. Uh, and you would buy a key for a dollar for a chance that you might get a certain cosmetic item, and it was absolutely terrible. And everybody fucking hated it. And when they made the game free, that's one of the things that they changed. They were like. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Everybody's looking for this thing. We're going to put it on the store every once in a while. And then you can just buy it with the points. You can buy points for money or you can earn them by uh, being in like the rocket pass or whatever. But it used to be so, so bad, dude. Like, uh, you, you know how you get like a gift box sometimes when you like do like a season achievement or whatever? You used to have to buy those. 
or you wouldn't get shit. You would just unlock the most basic of the most basic. So it it it, it sucks now, but it used to suck so much more. Well, they used to give out cosmetics for like doing stuff in the game. Like I I never bought anything before it went free to play. I never bought anything, and I had a nice collection of like some cool stuff. Um, now they don't give you shit uh, if you don't pay for it. Um, you you'll unlock a new cosmetic item like every third achievement you get in like season stuff. Uh, so I have some cosmetics now, but like they used to give you a lot of stuff. I mean, I played a lot and I had some cool stuff. Now they don't really give you anything. I guess that yep. I, I I guess that's now. Go ahead, Arrington. No, I was gonna say first. Sorry, I'm actually muted my mic with my cheek. But I was gonna say, yeah, essentially before it was just it was just kind of gambling. And the worst part is the fact that you would get so many of the repeat same item, which was just the most frustrating thing in the whole world. Because uh, again, you just do roulette and it just just a uh, I, I, what was it? Uh, can I think of the game show? But essentially, just the fact that you could continue to get the same item multiple times uh, was pretty pretty frustrating. They had it to where you could you eventually maybe turn that item into something, but again, it wasn't that good. Uh, but as far as spending money on my end, I, I mean, I, I I would buy the battle pass, and but I didn't really I don't know I I got enough of the things from the game itself uh, that I didn't really feel like it was necessary ever to buy some things. But to be fair, there were some people that would roll around that had some pretty badass stuff that eventually you get kind of swept up into it i mean it's just all there is to it the game is is awesome you eventually just kind of want to swag out uh so i mean other than buying the game pass i mean the battle pass uh, i never really invested much money into it uh but the new system seems to be pretty tight in comparison to the old one because the other one was just again the main thing for me was just getting repeat items when you're investing actual money into it It was so frustrating and 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 i'll say this like i i buy the game pass every time and if you buy the game pass one time you can earn or the rocket pass, you can earn enough points to buy the next time's rocket pass. Uh, but if there is a game that I do not spend or mind uh, giving money to, or a company I do not mind giving money to, it's 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 Psionics and it's them because I know at least like I'm. It, it's like why you buy an album instead of like illegally downloading it. Like you want those people to make that money because the game is so good. I don't mind spending twenty dollars on the game and. You know, over five or six years spending a hundred dollars like buying, you know, different things because like I said, I, I believe in what they're doing and they they keep making it better right. and better. So why why not? It's it's an independent company, man. Yeah, it's almost like that's kind of what basis of like kind of the just capitalism in general. You pay for a product that it essentially starts out free if you want to invest in the game if it's good enough. Uh, you could put that money into it because you want to support them and continue to see them do good. If not, then, you know, good. The game is free. You don't really waste any your time and the game kind of just falls to the wayside. And uh, you kind of, you know, nothing really uh, venture to gain. So I, I like that the way they, the system works with this. Right. Um, and I've played some other free to play games um, where it's like cosmetic based. And I never really like got jealous of people's cosmetics. Like I was never like, ooh, I want that. In, in some other games in Rocket League there's some cool shit and if you play Rocket League a lot and you see like a cool like goal explosion or something you're like ooh that's cool I want that how do I get that yeah. um, and it's just I, I still haven't bought anything um, but I do think that cosmetics are um, pretty cool in general in Rocket League um, and if you like you still get them every now and then if you even if you don't buy anything you still open them up in like treasure packs or whatever the fuck they call them um 
so getting something cool is uh, is cool i like uh, i like outfitting the car um my goal ex i haven't gotten a good goal explosion but like uh aaron's got a real cool one i'm very jealous of every time i see his because it's so so fucking stupid are, that are like, you talking about that like lady that's like the anime the, bunny yeah the, the anime <laughs> bunny girl it's get like it, i would it, yeah. it's it's so funny <laughs> i would i would be furious if i was on the other team and someone scored and had that goal explosion <laughs> mocking me up. yeah oh um, it used to be I, I i'm thinking about switching back to my other one which was when it exploded there were a bunch of balloons that went everywhere and like a group of kids goes yay i feel like there's <laughs> nothing worse than like you fucking up and then a bunch of kids cheering that you fucked up i i yeah. love that <laughs> yeah the, that is true the cosmetics on that they've done a good job of finding something like that you want to invest in and they didn't used to have goal explosions that didn't come around until true. much 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 later and it was again why, why, why you can speak to them. They're always finding really, really cool things to add to the game. Like, you can play it forever no matter what. It's like Smash Brothers. It's never going to change, and it's always fun. But it's always cool to, like, you know, reward people who do play the game by introducing new mechanics, new game modes, you know, goal explosions, like uh, engine audio. They have that now that they never had before. Like, they're, yeah, they're, a, they're doing a really, really good job, and that's why I don't mind giving them my money, because, like, keep doing it, Playboy. This, it's like said this is how capitalism works i love your fucking product i want to put some money into it the investment that i get back is playing an enjoyable game speaking of uh speaking of audio um i wasn't really going to talk about audio a whole bunch uh because in rocket league there's not a whole lot of audio to speak of but we can talk for a second there is um like a licensed soundtrack uh to rocket league absolutely fire it's true one of the best in the best in the business yeah, and even though you're not, you know, during the game, you only hear like five second clips of these songs after a goal and stuff like. I think that's one of the cosmetics you can pick, right? Is uh, it's like a very song very that plays. But yeah, yeah. Um, the the licensed music is good. You're gonna hear some throughout the course of this episode. Um, the audio during the game is is good. You know, the engine sounds uh, the way. Um, the way the audio sounds when you hit the ball or when you score or like uh, the announcers in the stadiums, like when you're in the Japanese level, the announcer uh, counts down three, two, one in so Japanese, awesome. like little touches so like good. that. It's really, really good. I love Neo Tokyo, dude. I love that level, man. Yeah. The game is just perfect from head to toe. Aesthetically. It's, it's, it's really fun. It creates a great atmosphere, even within like exactly Neo Tokyo. It's just, it's fun to be in the environment. It's, it's for a game that is, you're literally just a car, dude, that's just racing. It's incredibly immersive. That's the best way to put it. Yeah. Part of that immersion, I think, is the fact that there's no play-by-play. -play. You know, there's no, like, like someone on Madden talking about, like, what's happening on the field. Um, it's it's pretty, much just, pretty much just car sounds. And then, like, the announcer, if, like, someone makes a nice save the announcer will go oh what a save or something like that but that's all you get and it does it that's does uh, does lend to immersion uh that way yeah the only thing you're hearing is the game sounds of it again just you know, the a grown man yelling and waking the family up at, at like 3 a.m after making this big ass pass yeah go back to sleep daddy sleep i know that's all me baby there's a My point is, though, the game... There's a monster on the field right now, too, girl. Now, go back to bed. 
Uh, um, all right, let's uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll get our final thoughts about Rocket League. Okay, we're back, and we're going to give our final thoughts about Rocket League to sum it all up. So we're going to start with Aaron. What are your final thoughts about Rocket League? Well, I mean, I the fact that we had to like make an episode about this, and not only that, we had to make the first episode about this, means that this game is at the top of almost every kind of video game list you can make. Um, like I said, if, if you like sports games... It'll be the best sports game you've ever played. If you like games with cars, it'll be the best game with a car you've ever played in your life. So I I feel like we, I or at least I did a very good job of covering exactly why this game is awesome. But it's a 10 out of 10, and it's one of like the five games I would ever give that rating to. So if it's something that you have played, you know exactly what I'm talking about, and you agree with me. If you haven't played it, you absolutely have to go out and get it. There, It's, it's free. You, you, you literally just have to go download it. And I think even after like like 11 years it's like a five gig download like it won't take any time at all so uh but like i said greatest sports game ever made it's uh aside from smash brothers like one of those games that like i i just i always am going to be in the mood to play if somebody's like hey do you want to play this game so that that that's how i'll end it it's perfect game go play it if you haven't well said uh ryan how about you it is what, quite frankly, probably one of my top five favorite games that I will ever play. You don't know me personally, but uh, regardless of that fact, I've been gaming pretty much my entire life, and uh, it's it's you'll be hard pressed to find a game uh, that'll give you the emotions uh, and be able to also the fun attached at the same time. Just be really just a game that is just above all. I think about Rocket League it should be said is the game is fun. Um, despite all the insane things you can do, how difficult the game can be, uh, the reason that everyone's playing it, the reason everyone you will be drawn to it is because the game is just an absolute blast, uh, no matter how good you are at it. Um, and you can't really say that about too many games, uh, especially ones that are competitive. So, uh, yeah, if, if you haven't given it a try, like I said, it's free. Uh, there's You will absolutely not be disappointed. And if you are, you're weird. So, <laughs> You're weird! Um, yeah, so... I'll give my final thoughts here. Um, anyone who talks to me about games knows that I'm basically allergic to multiplayer games um, and especially competitive multiplayer games. Um, I'll play Smash Brothers with my friends, but I will not go online and play Smash Brothers against strangers. Um, I don't play any online shooters. I don't play any... Uh, Battle Royale online games. I don't play 2K online. I, I don't like competition against strangers in video games. But Rocket League is the one that like broke through all of that. Um, in my opinion, uh, Rocket League is like the perfect online competitive game uh, for a couple reasons we talked about. Like the, the skill level, uh, the matchmaking, the chat that just cuts out so much of the bullshit that other online games give you. Um, on top of that, I think this is maybe the best sports game ever made. And I'm, I'm really like, try not to be full of hyperbole here, but I legit think this is 
maybe the best sports game ever made. It's definitely in the top three. No, I could. I think you're completely right. Yeah. Yes, it is the best for sure. It's just so fine tuned. Um, they've worked so hard on making it fun and kinetic and just incredible to play. And if you're into sports, all the moments that you love about sports, like the the down to the wire finishes, that awesome feeling you get when you make a play or make a great save or make a nice pass, uh, coordinate with a teammate like, hey, you go down the center now, I'm centering it now. And then you make a goal like that. It's all in Rocket League and it's all like 10 out of 10 in Rocket League. And like the guys have said, it's free. So if any of what we've talked about interests you, uh, sports games, multiplayer games, soccer with cars, if you want to just find out what the fuck that's all about, because people like laugh when you describe like, oh, it's soccer with cars. They're like, what? If you want to <laughs> see what any of that's about, um, I can't think of a better game to recommend than Rocket League. Um, it's free to play, but it's not pay to win in any way. There's there's no competitive benefit you'll gain from paying for something other than psyching out your opponents with a, a cute bunny anime girl dancing in goal after you score. Yes, sir. <laughs> Word. So, uh, yeah, it's there's a reason that for the first episode of this podcast, I wanted to talk about Rocket League because uh, it it's, in my opinion... Like I said, one of the best sports games ever made. Now that I think 2K and Madden have totally lost their way, um, Rocket League's still there. Rocket League's just crushing it. So, um, yeah, that is our uh, thoughts about Rocket League. Um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you would like to support this show, please subscribe on your platform of choice. Uh, Leave us a rating and review. We're starting out a new podcast here, so ratings and reviews will be super helpful and spread the word you can also check out social media pages which i'll link in the episode description um aaron and i also do a a podcast called a top three podcast where each week we pick a topic we pick our top threes and then we discuss uh, in that topic uh errington has been a guest on that podcast before and we're looking forward to having him back so that podcast is a good time uh check us out if you want to hear us talk about other subjects or top three format video game talks so uh aaron ryan thanks for joining good to have you guys always a pleasure it's a lot of Thank fun you so much for having love me. to talk about shit i love about man hell yeah love you boys thanks everybody for listening and i'll see you next time the next time i emerge from the backlog bye bye niggas <laughs> <laughs>